Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me on another episode of The Podcasting Couch. Once again, I'm your host, Jay, a.k.a. The Program. Let's get this uh, Let's get this intro rolling, shall we? Let's hit it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Um, first of all, I would like to apologize in advance if i if if i read like a seventh grader (laughs) i don't i don't read things out loud very often so you know it's not that i'm slow or stupid it's just i don't practice reading aloud so um anyway uh i want to before i jump into the article and to the whole topic of the day which is male emotions um i want to you know quickly give you guys a rundown as to why i chose that topic and yeah here we go um so i chose this topic of male emotion because you know oftentimes we're like i'm an emotional person meaning Meaning I, I, I allow things to, to really get to me really quickly. And it's not, I don't think it's a healthy thing. And a lot of other people around me, um, also don't think it's a healthy thing. So I want to know where that comes from. And, you know, a part of this whole thing, uh, this whole podcast is really, I guess it's a therapy session for me, um, you know, trying to trying to understand who I am and why I do the things I do and why I act the way I act sometimes. So, you know, um, going back to topic, um, growing up, I guess I'm still growing up. Um, anyway, I grew up as the only boy in my family, meaning mom, dad, two sisters, and then a younger sister came out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so you know, I, I, and my dad was always working and he, you know, he would take me out with him every now and then. Like we'd spend a lot of time together actually when we were younger, when I was younger, um, which was cool, but you know, I never learned a lot of what it means to be a man in a way. I, I don't know. Maybe I did. And I just forgot, but, um, what I picked up more of was, I guess the sensitivity that women possess, right? Because they were the only figures in my family. You know what I mean? They were the only figures in my life in which I could learn from, uh, especially these little things, right? These huge little things. Um, And, you know, really what I learned with how to be a man comes from friends comes from you know tv movies and yeah i don't know if that's a normal thing for a lot of people um but just growing up i found i realized that i'm more sensitive and more emotional than your typical average male and i don't know if that's a normal thing or i don't know if that's a good or bad thing but you know that's that's a part of me I guess. And, you know, in some ways, I guess it is a bad thing because 
I really do let things get to me sometimes. Like, I, uh, I'll have some friends and, you know, ex-girlfriends say that I let, I let a lot of things get under my skin. You know what I mean? So, and I express it very openly. And in some situations, it's not good, you know, like at work or just at reg, just regularly. It's not a bad, it's not a good thing. And, you know, I've tried to hone in on that a little bit more and try to try to reel it in per se, just to be just to be much better with it. And uh, I'm looking at sorry, I'm looking at the waveform right now. So so I'm like moving around a little bit. So if I sound off, uh, not as clear, I'll, I'll fix that in the future. Um, anyway, uh, let's get um, let's get to the article. So. You know, that, that was a little bit of a brief, very brief intro as to a little bit more of who I am. Um, and yeah, so this first article is called Four Myths About Men and Emotion from the website called artofmanliness.com, written by, I believe it's written by uh, Brett and Kate McKay, September 19, September 17, 2019. Um, last updated September 11th, 2020, this year. So let's get going. Um, all right. So several myths abound around the subject of men and emotion. One is the traditional quality of masculine stoicism. Stoic stoicism? Stoicism? How do you pronounce that? Guys, DM me in, in uh, on Instagram with a voice note how to pronounce that word. Stoicism, stoicism. I never say that. Anyway, one is that the traditional quality of masculine stoicism developed for arbitrary, superfluous, indiscernible reasons. How the fuck does that work? One is that the traditional quality of masculine stoicism, stoicism developed in arbit for arbitrary, superfluous, indiscernible reasons. Okay. Um, in reality, the ability to keep a stiff upper lip was necessary for men to carry out their universal roles as fighters and protectors, hunters and warriors. Um, a man who could not hold himself together in the face of a threat became, became a liability to himself and others. Harsh as it may seem to those who live in privilege and peace, no man wants to be this guy, and no one wants to be no one wants that guy on their team. Yet, a second myth is that males have always been taught to embody this kind of emotional stoicism. Sto I can't get around that word. Um, and uh, yet, a second myth is that males have always been taught to embody this kind of emotional stoicism um, about everything. The truth here is that while emotional control was indeed universally expected for men in tactical situations, in many cultures, Males were free to be emotionally expressive in less fraught scenarios. Uh, stoicism was was a strategic tool a man a mask men put on when it was needed and removed when it was not. A third myth concerning men and emotions is that through the beneficence of the feminism movement, men have finally been able to open up from this perspective. Men have been have become more and more expressive over time, 
with the liberation of male emotion moving in a steadily progressive arc into the present day. This view, however, is ahistorical. So I'm going to stop right there for a second um, just to, I guess, provide feedback. I, I guess that's what I've decided to do with this podcast, right? Read the article and provide feedback. Um, so the first paragraph that I read, uh, universal roles as fighters, protectors, hunters, and warriors. And the ability to keep a stiff upper lip. So in that way, I guess I understand it. Um, you know, you you have to be focused. You know, I've never been to war, but, you know, I have gotten to a few fights. And, you know, in martial arts, they always say that there's a saying that goes, a man who can conquer himself can conquer an entire army, right? Can conquer a thousand other men. And, you know, I thought about that a lot. And what did it, what did it mean, right? So for me, I guess it means that, you know, going back along this topic and, you know, the time and projecting that time period, um, if you are able to conquer yourself and keep your emotions in check, you can, you'll have the ability to proceed with the job. You know, you'll have the ability to fight and not have distractions in your head, right? Um, and, you know, a man who could not hold himself together in the face of a threat became a liability to himself and others. So, so with that uh, sentence there, in, I believe it's the army or... Any, somewhere anywhere in the military branches um, if you are say a captain of a ship right um, you can I think you can actually be overthrown overthrown if you are emotionally incapable of handling the situation especially if it's uh, a war scenario or you know something like that. I believe you can be not demoted, but someone can replace you if you are, if you can't hold yourself together. And because you become a liability, not just to yourself, but to your crew and your staff. So in that sense, I understand it because you don't want to endanger, you don't want to be a liability to endanger other people's lives because you can't keep your shit together right and the second myth where males have always been taught to embody this kind of emotional stoicism about everything um you know it's i guess it goes back to what i was saying where you know that myth right it goes back to what i was saying where it's not we we are emotional creatures like i'm an emotional person um and i don't know if i've been taught or conditioned to be an emotional person um but i learned right i picked it up along the way um one thing that i never learned though was to to wear it as a mask no sorry not the one thing that i never learned was to hide it and put on a mask of this 
you know, stoic masculine male and take it off behind closed doors. I never learned how to do that. So I guess that's kind of true in a way, you know, yeah, I don't know. But I know that that's one thing that I never learned to do was to keep my shit in check in, in the face of others and, you know, cry behind closed doors or express myself behind closed doors, right? Um, so let's keep going. So the third myth here, like going back, um, uh, concerning men and emotions that through the beneficence of feminism movement, men have finally been able to open up. Um, I don't think so. I personally don't think that we have been able to open up and freely express ourselves, um, because of the feminine movement, feminist movements. Um, you know, I have nothing against feminists, but I feel like as males, as a man, I feel like we are more suppressed in this day and age to fully express who we are. And, you know, this is nothing, you know, this is not defending, you know, rape culture and, you know, sexual harassment and, and, um, cat calling and all that crap that I firmly don't believe in and don't agree with, but in, in, in just a general way, I guess, I feel like I can't just go around like, you know, expressing how I feel, like telling somebody you love them right off the bat, right? Like telling somebody that you deeply care about them in the street, you know, like you're not supposed to do that. I feel anyway that, you know, I, I've been taught this way or I guess conditioned in a way where, especially I guess in high school where it it would be stupid to do that or you'd sound like a like a fuck boy you'll sound you'll sound like a bitch right you don't want to sound like a bitch so you hold yourself back you don't want to tell your friends you love them especially if they're guys like you know what i mean like i never grew up in that way where i would tell my friends my guy friends yo i love you you know what i mean because in those days that was looked at as gay and nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with gay people but you you couldn't express i guess that kind of emotion towards other men and i don't know where that comes from again i don't know where anything comes from i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> i'm a fucking idiot i don't know where things come from i don't know how helicopters work right <laughs> that's another topic though uh i'm gonna keep reading this is gonna stupid i'm gonna, I'm gonna keep reading while it is true, oh wait, no, I'm not there. Oh wait, yes, I am. Um, while it is true that modern men are more emotionally expressive than men of the 20th century, our closest and thus most salient point of comparison, they are in some ways less liberated than the men who inhabited more distant time periods. Um, going back to what I said, feel more suppressed nowadays. Um, in antiquity, even the most heroic figure of figures were unapologetic criers. Odysseus weeps for home, loved ones, and fallen friends. The great warriors in Beowulf and the tale of Heike cry buckets over both great spiritual questions and the death of comrades. The writers of the Christian gospel saw no contradiction in painting their savior as both powerful king and 
inveterate weeper. I don't know what that means. Inveterate. Um, and it was just grief, and it wasn't just grief that these ancient figures feel free to give themselves over to, but there are other passions as well. Achilles, for example, rages and sulks his way through the Iliad. Men in all traditional honor cultures were in fact so sensitive, so touchy, that a mere insult was cause for a duel to the death. So that last part really, it really resonates with me because I feel like I'm from that traditional honor culture. I feel like I was, I'm supposed to be living in that time because whenever somebody disrespects me or talks down to me or talks ill of me, I want to fight them to the death. <laughs> I'm just kidding, not to the death, but you know, I, I do immediately defend myself. Um, and like I said, in, in a lot, in some situations, it's not a good thing. Um, and this is me, a part of me learning it to accept that and learning to be better at doing that. Right. So we're, we're all learning today, guys. Um, let's keep going in the romantic period meant romantic period. That's, that's the thing. I guess they meant Roman empire period. Anyway, men celebrated sentimentality and emotion, even at its most intense and extreme. A bit of madness was taken to be a sign of artistic genius. Ooh, I'm an artistic genius. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> uh, it was believed that the best music, art, literature, literature, and architecture was inherently moving and evoked strong feelings of love, longing, horror, awe, and sa or sadness. Men read poetry and stories to intentionally, in, wow, intentionally make themselves feel melancholic, wrote flowery love letters to women, and felt much more comfortable being both physically and emotionally intimate with their male peers. That's what, I, dude, didn't I just say that? That nowadays it feels weird to, to tell your, your guy friends you love them and hold pinkies with them. <laughs> right is that just is that just here in, in in north america that you can't do that and it feels weird not that i would like to hold pinkies with people but that's just a weird thing to do the pinky is such a weird digit it's so useless <laughs> and weak uh, um, indeed it was perfectly acceptable for male friends of the 18th and 19th centuries to be openly affectionate with others in with each other in ways that would be foreign to their modern counterparts whether in the form of giving each other rather cozy embraces like these or writing letters such as this one from 1763 penned by a recent graduate to his former college pal so this i'm going to read you guys the i guess this letter from that 1763 from one guy to another guy. Um, it goes, The sun never rose and sat upon me since I parted from you, but it brought my longing imagination, the idea of my bosom friend. What? My soul is absorbed in contemplating the past, wishing for a reiteration and longing to pour forth the expressions of friendship, 
okay. And receiving those that would calm the gloom, soften the horrors, and wholly extirpate. Extirpate? The distractions that your absence creates. But I must have done and have scarce time. But I have, but I must have done and have scarce time to tell you how much I am your friend. Aw, I don't know what that means. What's a bosom friend? Um, okay, cool. Very touchy, very emotional from man to man. Again, like, as I said, right? Like, it's weird to to express yourself in that way to your guy friends nowadays. Not not in the same, you know, using the same choice of words, um, but, like, just telling your guy friends that, you know, I love you and actually meaning it and not in a sarcastic way, even though you actually feel that way. Like, you know, I tell my friends I love them and I do, but the way I say it comes off as a joke or, you know, sarcasm, right? And I want to be able to tell my guy friends that I love them just because, like, like genuinely, right? Just because, you know, now that I'm a little bit older, man, I realize, especially now in this time, I realize that time waits for no man. You know what I mean? Like, that friend that you don't say you love them to could be gone any minute. And then, you know, neither of you end up saying or knowing how you feel, right? And that's, to me, that's important. So if you're my guy friend, guess what? I love you. I love you very much. And I will tell you that in person and mean it, motherfucker. So get ready. Moving forward. In truth, male emotionality has not advanced forward in a linear fashion, but instead has waxed and waned according to the period and culture. True. While these fluctuations depend on various factors, the particularly track the, they particularly track the degree to which uncertainty is present in society. When social norms and expectations are in flux, the playing field doesn't seem to level. The rules of the game aren't agreed upon, true, and life generally, generally seems chaotic. People feel more vulnerable. Emotional expression during these times seems risky, and as a result, stoicism, 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 as a behavioral strategy, as well as stoicism as a philosophy, rise in popularity. I'm going to read that again because that sounds stupid. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, that was, that's very like next level philosophy, philosophical thinking there. So if you guys are listening in, DM me, tell me what that means. Emotional expression during these times are seem risky. And as a result, stoicism as a behavioral strategy, as well as a stoicism as a philosophy, rise in popularity. 
it seems safer to retreat from the storms without to what ancient thinkers of the latter school described as a citadel within. I guess it seems safer to retreat from, you know, replacing the storms, the word storm with your emotions and the citadel with, again, emotion, uh, clarity and peace. What's a citadel? I should look that up, but I'll do that next time. Um, moving forward, a most illuminating example of this can be seen in ancient Rome's shift from republic to empire. As Rome's borders and population swelled and diversified, its culture lost its common rights, common rights and mores. Mores, that sounds weird. Um, expectations became more ambiguous. The responses of others to one's behavior became more erratic. And whether or not certain acts would garner status and rewards became more unpredictable. Social trust eroded. As a result, what had been a traditional outward-facing, emotionally incandescent honor culture turned inward and individualistic, stable to the point of being stone-like. Stoicism spread. Feelings became increased increasingly controlled and hidden behind the walls of one's inner fortress so that others could not hurt, manipulate, or take advantage of them. Aha! So that's where it comes from. Um, because, you know, over time, as I mentioned before, um, you know, being more, I guess, sensitive and, and empathetic towards others, I've often been led astray and been hurt a lot so I put up a wall I put up a big wall so that nobody can get past it unless I say so but you know eventually those walls crumbled and I allowed myself to to open up a lot more right um, so okay I guess that kind of makes sense Cool. Let's keep going. Given the similarities of this period to our own uncertain and chaotic age, we unsurprisingly find ourselves at one of history's pe periodic ebbs, as in ebb and flows, um, in the expansiveness of feeling. The strange paradox of our time is that while we operate with the unexamined assumption that today's males are more emotionally liberated than ever before, both men and women alike have simultaneously developed a deep skepticism of the value of emotions in general. Stoicism is being rediscovered within more pop and psychology, within more pop psychology slash philosophy. It's trendy to say that feelings don't matter, that feelings don't count, that we should even fuck feelings. Wary young people don't want to catch feelings, quote-unquote. Um, lacking the agency to control external events, we increasingly focus on managing our internal lives. Cynical and jaded, we have become what C.S. Lewis called men without chests. Ooh, burn. All right, so going back to what that last paragraph said, um, stoicism is being more rediscovered 
and uh, it's trendy to say that feelings don't matter and that feelings don't count. Um, you know, I, I'm, I've, I've experienced that in a way where, you know, your feelings don't matter. You know, I, some, you know what? I say that, I say that sometimes and, you know, it, it, that in itself does hurt, right? Because at the end of the day, if your feelings don't matter, then what does, right? Like if you put in effort, a lot of effort and, you know, because you you feel a certain way, so you put this effort in, but at the end of the day, that effort doesn't count, like then what does, you know what I mean? Like you put so much, you know, so much of yourself into this thing and then you know, how you feel doesn't count at the end of the day because you're, you don't end up becoming successful. Like, what counts, you know? And especially with, now with relationships, you don't want to catch feelings. It's such a, it's such a stupid thing to say because why not? You know, like, why don't you want to have the ability to feel why don't you want to, why is it so bad to catch feelings or why is it so wrong? Right? Because for me, your feel nowadays feelings is everything, you know, like how you, like if you feel happy, feel happy. You know, if you feel like you, you're loving somebody right off the bat, that's fine. You know, because nobody understands what emotion is really like i said it's so it's such an arbitrary thing right nobody understands it so you can't tell somebody no you can't feel that way well why not what what is feeling you know what i mean like i've been guilty of really just telling somebody i love them because i felt that real connection but and that goes back to being hurt where I wear my heart on my sleeves and then my arms get cut off. So now I have to build a wall again, right? And then I have to take down those walls, put my heart out on my sleeve again, and then get my heart, my arm cut off again, right? So it's a, it's a tricky thing, but nowadays I've, I've learned to just, you know, accept my emotions the way they are, accept my feelings the way it is, right? And just freely and openly express express how I feel. Um, and going back to that C.S. Lewis quote, men without chest, uh, man, I, I truly believe in that because nowadays men are pussies. A lot of you men out there, you're you guys are bitches. You know what I mean? You're you're so scared to say how you feel and express how you feel that your balls have shrunk and gone up. You know what I mean? Me personally, I kind of accept my feelings a lot more. I'm more open with it. Hence why I'm talking about myself in this podcast and why I'm defining myself, I guess, in this way. And I don't know if you guys can hear the shakiness in my voice because I'm nervous as fuck. You know what I mean? I don't I don't really understand myself completely in that way, but you know, I, I'm I'm owning it. The part of a part of being a man to me is owning everything about you, right? Meaning, 
if I say something wrong or incorrect, hey, guess what? That's my responsibility. I own it. I fucked up. Sorry. Same time though, and this is gonna sound this is gonna sound terrible and completely, you know, against what this article is saying. I'm not responsible for your feelings, but I will say what I have to say, right? And if it hurts you, it hurts you. Take it as it is, right? It's personal responsibility, and yeah, that's 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 how it is for me anyway. Um, you know, there's I, I just picture that Kevin Hart joke, uh, say it with your chest, right? Meaning, <laughs> meaning, you know, own up, be a man, like puff yourself up, say it with your chest. A lot of these days, uh, there's a lot of men out there without chest. So let's keep going. Oh, and by the way, I'm definitely going to be going into what what being a man means in another episode. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Let's get back to reading this thing. We're almost done. I know I'm probably boring the shit out of you guys, um, but we're almost done, okay? Bear bear with me for a second. And um, again, I want to apologize for my my sixth grade level reading and not being able to pronounce certain words like stoicism. Fuck, stoicism. Um, So bear with me. I apologize. I will get better as time goes. I'm going to practice reading out loud to myself even more. And uh, yeah, let's keep going. Um, Okay. Overall, we are living through a buttoned up time that is much more like the mid 20th century in terms of suppression, repression, and the sterility of our emotional landscape than most people realize. This quote is from Man's Search for Himself, which was written by psychologist Rollo May, in 1953 could have been penned yesterday okay let's read this thing quote-unquote the feeling of emptiness or vacuity I read that right the feeling of emptiness and or vacuity which we have observed sociologically Wow I'm gonna start over the feeling of emptiness and or vacuity which we have observed sociologically Wow I cannot fucking read take three The feeling of emptiness or vacuity, which we have observed sociologically and individually, should not be taken to mean that people are empty or without emotional potentiality. A human being is not empty in a static sense, as though we we were a storage battery which needs charging. The experience of emptiness, rather, generally comes from people's feelings that they are powerless to do anything effective about their lives or the world they live in. Inner, v- inner vacuousness, va- vaciousness, vacuousness. Tell me how to pronounce this word. V a c u o u s n e s s is the long term accumulated results of a person's particular conviction towards himself. Namely, this conviction that he cannot act as an entity in directing his own life or changing other people's attitudes toward him or effectually influence the world around him. Thus, he gets the deep sense of despair and futility which so many people in our day have. And soon, since what he wants and what he feels can make no real difference, 
he gives up wanting and feeling. Apathy and lack of feeling are also defenses against anxiety. When a person continually faces danger, dangers he is powerless to overcome, his final line of defense is at last to avoid even feeling the dangers. Wow, okay, so that, that, can def- that definitely sounds like it could have been written yesterday about how we feel right now because, you know, of the times. It's such a sensitive time for everybody around the world right now um, with the pandemic and racial tensions going on and shit. Um, but yeah, I, I, t- I totally dig this, this quote here. Um, and I get it. You know what I mean? We, we have so much anxiety built up right now. And the last thing we want is for, is to let people in and just, cause, because we have that fear of something's going to go wrong. So we want to protect ourselves. Right. So we, we, we want to avoid that danger as he says. Um, yeah, I totally get it. I, I, I feel the same way. Um, okay. Final three paragraphs. We are so suspicious of feelings these days because wearing one's heart on one's sleeves seems too dicey, exposing as it does the pulse of one's earnest sincerity to ridicule. The criticisms of the other digitally present peanut gallery, the fluctuating whims of fate, the disappointments of an exist existence wow exit i can't read that fucking word existence wow guys i'm so fucking sorry i can't pronounce it existence fucking sounds so stupid trying to pronounce this fucking word um anyway the disappointments of an existentially 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 empty age (laughs) yo i can't fucking read i'm so sorry guys um our ability to get ahead seems so precarious that it feels as if one wrong move might get us back off track might get us off track we must thus make each decision carefully cognitively with only the coolest of logic to be swayed by emotions is to risk making blundering life damaging mistakes Yo, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm making, you know, blundering life damaging mistakes by exposing the fact that I can't read to you, <laughs> to you guys, you know. But at least I can say I read better than Mayweather. Uh, <laughs> uh, implicit in this assumption is the final myth associated with men and emotions that our feelings are inherently, inherently irrational, blind, dumb, instinctual forces that just happen to us when trust and emotion is at a low point emotion is associated with irrationality both are associated unflatteringly with women and men with women and men seek to differentiate themselves as the cool calculating logical sex i get it Um, emotions certainly can become can sometimes be unreasonable in brackets just as stoic principles can sometimes be the right tool for managing them and brackets um, but emotions even negative ones like anger can also be perfectly rational 
and even strategic. Indeed, the ironic thing about the fact that trust in emotion wanes in times of uncertainty is that the best way to navigate such a landscape is to embrace rather than to retreat from them. To dismantling the essential irrationality of emotions and unpacking their underappreciated intelligence and value is where we will return next time. Okay. Okay, so that was a that was an okay article. I didn't really get much from it, you know. Um but that's one of them. That's one article. We're already at forty minutes in. I have another one here, uh, gender differences in emotion. Oh my God. Don't mind the dogs barking. Um, gender differences in motion regulation, an fMRI study of cognitive reappraisal. Now this is an actual study, um, from the U S national library of medicine, national institutes of health. Um, I'll link this one downstairs as well. It, not downstairs. Wow. I will link this in the description <laughs> below as well. Um, it's written by... Wait, what? Yeah, you guys will see. You guys will see this. This is uh, this lengthy, lengthy article here. One of those ones with a lot of people written on it. With uh, letters behind it before their name. Um, so we're going to... I'm just going to address some things too, right? my take on male emotions and um you know one thing that i want to do is to normalize it gentlemen i i understand that you know now especially now it's a tough time um but i would like to normalize feeling again you know what i mean like i get it if you're sad you're sad tell somebody Tell somebody that you're unhappy. Tell somebody that you don't know who you are or that you've had a rough day. Because at the end of the day, you know, as I mentioned earlier, conquering yourself includes your emotions, right? So, you know, I, I want to lead the way, I guess, or help lead the way of normalizing your male emotions and you know you can hear it in my voice right now like I can um it really gets to me you know what I mean so like if you feel sad depressed happy anxious angry tell somebody talk to someone fuck talk to me dude I'll be your cry buddy. I've done that. You know what I mean? Homie, like me and my homie, we were fucking almost losing our jobs. We wanted to quit. You know, like we were fucking broke. Sat in this car in the back of the of our work and, you know, shared some tears. We weren't bosom buddies because that would be gay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like... That was okay because you you can't hang on to these things forever. You can't, you know, it's okay to cry. Like 
it's okay to feel the way you feel. And it's totally normal for you to feel these things and to express it. It's not lame. It's certainly not gay. Again, one thing, there's nothing wrong with being gay. I want to let you guys know that. And if you do think that there's something wrong with being gay, take a look in the mirror because, you know, open up your closet as well because I got something to tell you. You have some repressed feelings and emotions in there that you need to address. Um, and to all my, you know, gay listeners or LGBTQ community listeners, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. You guys are strong. You guys are brave. Definitely a lot stronger than a lot of men right now, especially in this age. So kudos to you guys. Um, but yeah, guys, like speaking to my male friends and to my male audience, don't repress and suppress your emotions. Say how you feel. Because at the end of the day, if you do, you've heard this before. When you bottle things up, something has to blow up. You know what I mean? If you put a Mentos in, in, in a Coke bottle, if the Coke bottle is you and your emotions and the Mentos is the one trigger that, you know, finally lets off the steam, there's going to be a shitstorm of a mess to clean up. So you don't want to clean up a shitstorm because it's number one, messy. Number two, it, it gets everywhere and you don't really fully recover you know you can clean things up but everyone's gonna know that yo this guy blew up and it's not gonna look good on you and you know in the past i was that guy i repressed my my emotions so much and it blew up i blew up on people that i cared about people that i loved and it's not good. You end up pushing people away even more. You you end up becoming alone even more. Right? So, you know, I'm very thankful and grateful that those people never gave up on me because it allowed me to come to terms with myself and to forgive myself in a way as well as to learn the biggest thing to do is learn learn about you learn how your emotions are and you know speak to somebody always speak to somebody there's a lot of guys depressed out there and they don't want the world to know guys let the world know right like fuck man this shit cuts so deep for me like, dude, I, I I don't know, man. Like, I can joke and I can do all that, but this is some real shit. You know what I mean? Like, forget these gender differences. You know, men and women, it's a duality. This whole world is a duality. You should be able to have a feminine side and a masculine side and be be able to express both sides equally men and women 
right? You know, if you're a female and you you feel weird that society, you know, doesn't allow you to express yourself because you'll be labeled as a tomboy or as a lesbian or even if you're not, even if you just love those things that are deemed masculine, yo, fuck what the world says. Fuck what society says. Express who you are. Be free. Say what the fuck you want. As long as you're not hurting anybody physically. Um, you know, ex- appreciate who you are. Embrace yourself. Love yourself. Right? Like, man, this topic is like, it's so widespread, this topic. You know what I mean? Um, and like I said, like, I'm going to be getting more into, you know, what what it means to be a man these days. Right? Like, what does that mean? You know? Um, so that's going to be the next episode. And, uh, man, like, this is... This is a this is a tough topic for me because I'm still learning how to fully open up. Right? Like I can open up to my to you know girlfriends. I can open up to some friends, but I don't know how wide this fucking platform's gonna be. I don't know who's listening to this. I don't fucking know you. But here I am, I'm opening up. You can hear it in my voice. You know what I mean? Like this is real for me. This is a learning experience for me. So, you know, I want to I want to end this off on a fun note, though. So um, give me a second. Fuck. How do I? There we go. All right. So uh, I want to end this off on a fun note, on a cool note and uh, with a bit of a message, too. I know that last little bit was uh, was a long winded message, but um, here we go. So, gentlemen, if you're listening to this. I challenge you guys. I challenge you guys to tell people you love them. Tell people you care about them. I'm going to do this too. I'm going to do this challenge too because, you know, it's it's beneficial for everybody. Like I said, you don't know how long somebody has. Time waits for no man. And if you, you don't want to miss an opportunity to... Tell somebody you care about them, that you love them, and you don't want to miss the opportunity to hold pinkies with <laughs> with that person. You don't want to miss the opportunity to be a bosom friend <laughs> with, with somebody. Um, so, man, I challenge you guys to really just express yourself more openly and let me know how it goes. Let me know how it makes you feel. Uh, that you that you did that let me know the response that you get from the people that you tell that you say you love them to right like let me know you can dm me uh links in the description not downstairs so (laughs) forget that um but yeah guys like how can i end this on a fun note oh shit my bad i hit the mic um Sorry, sorry if you guys are listening with headphones. If if that sound was super loud, it's never gonna happen again. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, how, how can I end this on a fun note? I know. Wait, I'm trying to think of a story here. 
No, I don't have a story. Sorry, I don't know how to end this thing. How do you end a podcast? See, it's different with the YouTube channel because you can just cover the mic, the 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 camera lens with your hand, and kind of just like close off that way. Um, this is going to be very awkward for me to close off. Um, but yeah, any f eh, fuck. All right, guys. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> I guess it is what it is, man. Um, so if you know. This is my first episode and my first time reading like articles like this and talking about it at the same time. Um, so, you know, if you guys lasted this long, really, like, I genuinely thank you and I appreciate you. Um, please bear with me. I will get better at doing this because I'm literally recording and reading these things for the first time at the same time. So... forgive me, right, um, I'll, I'll be better, I promise, um, but th- this is the kind of thing that I'm going to be doing a lot more of, reading articles, um, you know, eventually I will revisit these topics um, with better articles and a better understanding of words, <laughs> a better understanding of how to do these things, um, and hopefully as well with an actual professional that can help me, um, I guess, explain what it is that I'm saying because we can be bouncing off ideas with each other and um, that professional can understand what I'm trying to say so that I don't sound like a complete dumbass like I did this whole fucking hour. Um, Again, if you guys lasted an hour, a whole hour throughout this whole entire fucking podcast, uh, give me a thumbs up. Let me, let me know. DM me a thumbs up. Like, actually, I want to know if you guys lasted this long because I will thank you guys in person. I promise you, I will thank you guys in person. Um, but man, this is, this is a uh, tough for me, dude. Uh, anyway, I will catch you guys on the next episode. Um, stay tuned again. Once I like it, like I said, I will be so much better. Like, so much better okay uh bear with me so uh catch you guys later peace